Hello and welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and m in Canada. My name is Mario Negro, and I'm a partner in the Private Equity and m Group at Steichman Elliott. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Brian Deep. Brian is the Chief Executive Officer of NADF. NADF is a not-for-profit lending and development institution for Indigenous businesses in Ontario. Brian, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Mario. That's really great to be here and to share my thoughts with your audience. Thank you very much. Brian, I always start our podcast by asking our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves and in your case, a little bit about NADF. So I'll start there. Okay. Yeah, I was from Northern Ontario. I'm from a small community. I was born and raised in this place called Moose Factory. It's a Cree reserve part of the island. And it's just north of Timmins, Ontario, for those who don't know Northern Ontario very well. And I spent most of my time in Northern Ontario, went to school at Trent University, did most of my work in economic and business development, mostly in the nonprofit sector and also in the private sector later on. And it's been a terrific experience and it's close to, I would say, 30, 35 years now that I've been involved in Indigenous business development. So it's quite exciting. Right now, I'm the chief executive officer of a nonprofit business called NEDF, which covers all of Northern Ontario pretty well. And we do primarily loans to small Indigenous companies. And since we started, we've done close to 60 million in dispersed loans. So keep it in mind that NEDF is an AFI, Aboriginal Financial Institution, or IFI. It's an Indigenous financial institution. We're a part of a network. There's 58 of us across the country that do the same thing that we do. And collectively, we've done close to $3.8 billion in loans dispersed. So we're quite an active player in the development of the Indigenous economy. Right. I want to talk a little bit more about NADF, but before we do that, maybe just talk a bit about the Indigenous economy, because I think a lot of people don't realize the amount of activity that's going on in so many different layers. And if you give us a little bit of a flavor, I mean, you're on the ground every day, you're seeing the activity. This gives a little flavor of what's going on out there and all that's happening. And then I obviously want to talk a bit about the next step for NADF and some of the exciting stuff you're working on. Sure. A lot of our Indigenous businesses are small. They're sole entrepreneurship. Some of them are corporations, but most of them are small. It's your typical convenience store, catering, laundry mat. It runs the whole gamut. Some of it is related to drilling, for example. It's related to convenience stores, gas stations, medical equipment, and, and on and on. So it's small. The loans are small. But there's other larger issues that are going on, infrastructure issues, I should say. And that includes like transmission lines. But we're looking at roads. We're looking at development of warehouses, of buildings, and so forth. So it covers the whole gamut. You have to look at it the indigenous economy, something like an emerging development country where we're developing, we're behind the eight ball and we need the expertise plus the capital to develop our community and the economy as a whole. So we do contribute overall to the general economy, of course, with the things that we do. And we do participate in cities through small businesses and not only in Northern Ontario, but throughout Canada. But NEDF itself is primarily focused in Northern Ontario. And NADF itself is really a focus on providing that support that Indigenous businesses need to grow. You play a unique role in the development of Indigenous businesses because there's been a difficulty in getting the financing to go to the next step. And maybe talk a little bit about the role that you've played. I know we've talked about how important NADF is in terms of the growth of economic development 
amongst indigenous businesses? And obviously where you want to go from there, but maybe just talk a little bit about the role that NADF is playing in yeah. terms of the growth of indigenous businesses. Sure. So we're very excited. We are a group of lenders or a lender in this case, NADF, and we support these businesses that come to us to look for loans. And not only do we do loans, we have arrangements with the governments, federal and provincial governments, to offer programs that they don't administer directly. So they get us to do it for them. For example, they have their own loan programs, their grant programs. We offer that to our customers, our client base. And it's like I said, it's usually small, but we also provide advisory services. For example, we're a little more different than your typical lender. We provide bookkeeping service advisory services. There's a large group of our entrepreneurs that require that type of support. And that's just one example. We also have a, a policy writer, someone that supports our small businesses in putting together HR policies, for example. That's very different from your typical bank. And we also provide grants. So we provide a loan, for example, let's say up to um, 75% and let's say 20% is grants. So the other 5% is the entrepreneur's own equity. So we provide a combination of both grant and loan. So that's the type of activity that we're involved in in supporting our Indigenous businesses. And one of the exciting parts about what you're doing is that the demand is so great that you are now looking at taking it a step further and actually creating a fund and a private equity type fund where you would raise capital and deploy it to make kind of lending and even equity investments for these businesses, but even larger amounts not only in the, what we call the micro cap, but the kind of emerging growing businesses, because from what I know we've talked about is that demand is so strong for this, given where the community is at and where it wants to go. So maybe talk a little bit about the fund and what you're hoping to do and kind of where you're taking this and the next steps for it. Yeah, that's another exciting initiative that we're involved in. And what's exciting about it is we're getting a lot of demand for larger support requests for equity, for loans. And NEDF has a for-profit corporation called Nagani Investments, and they're going to be responsible for putting together the offering memorandum to investors to participate, That anybody that wants to participate across the country in these projects or these business opportunities, these investment opportunities that are connected, let's say, to transmission lines, to building roads, to mining, to forestry companies, to hydro development, all these different types of investments and we think this fund is going to be ideal and timely for the different evolution of business activities that are going on right now, particularly in this part of the province. So that's exciting. And then our sweet spot, of course, is they don't have the equity in many cases. There's community development corporations, which are owned by the First Nations, and you have sole entrepreneurships. Then you have groups of Indigenous businesses that are forming corporations together. So you get all these entities that are looking for capital to undertake different investments. So our job is to come along and say, we can support, we can get involved. We can bring money together to help you take advantage or build this road, build this bridge, build this transmission, whatever we need to do to make it work. We have a fund, but we need a fund that has the ability that's large enough to take on, let's say five to $10 million loans eventually. I know initially we're gonna start off slow, we're going to start off small, maybe initially $10 million and build up over time because some of these initial opportunities may be million, two million, because there's so many acquisition opportunities right now where many people are retiring. They're looking to sell their business 
And this is a great opportunity for indigenous businesses to get involved or entrepreneurs, and they want to get involved. Sometimes they don't have the equity to get involved. So we're there to support. So imagine it's like a royalty or it's like we have pieces of these businesses and we're collecting. We're not directly involved in the operations, but we are collecting from these businesses through great opportunities. Some of them may go sideways, but we're comfortable and confident that many of them will do well. And we are accumulating, putting together a list of opportunities now that investors can look at, you know, in that first tranche that we're looking for. So we're excited and we think we're going to have people that are willing to invest. And just to give a flavor for the focus of the fund, I guess you're looking for people who are looking for equity. Like what's the nature of the type of indigenous business you're looking to invest? Like it sounds like it's kind of the whole game, growth, buy businesses, lead money too. Wanted to get a flavor from you in terms of the scope of types of businesses you're looking for this fund to invest. Yeah. So I keep refining what we're going to be looking at, but like I said, we think the acquisition phase or the acquisition opportunities are like the low hanging fruit at the moment, and we should grab onto them. These are businesses that are already making cash that are not only capable of, I mean, they can take advantage of those larger opportunities that are about to unfold. For example, road development, mining development, hydro development, and all that stuff. They're already making money. So we look at those first and see what we can and grow from there. And that'll be the first, you know, 10 million or so. Then we go on to the larger ass later. So that's how I see it unfolding. Brian, you're obviously doing this because there's a need, a kind of a hunger for this in the community. Is there something like this now? Is this the first of its kind? Like, is there another fund, other funds like this out there in the community or is this kind of an innovator in the sense it's really? No, this is an innovator. This is something that has not, it's always been the focus. Every time I used to talk about it, it used to be Southern Ontario focusing on bioscience or IT or, you know, that seemed to be the interest. And there was no real taste or appetite to look at a fund. But now we have that. We have that appetite. I think we have people that are interested in social development. Keeping in mind, this is an emotional experience. So the emotional experience is that we're a social fund. And when you invest in this fund, you're actually investing in the growth of a part of the economy that needs help. And that's the indigenous part of the economy. Whenever you strengthen that part of the economy, you're strengthening Canada as a whole, the economy as a whole, because the weakest spot needs to be paid attention to. So you do that and you take people off welfare, you're addressing addiction issues, a whole bunch of other issues that you see way too often in newspapers, because we are focusing on the growth of business opportunities that creates wealth. When you're investing in this fund, that's basically what you're doing is you're attending to that weak spot and we're doing it through great opportunities that are there. You've highlighted that to me, Brian, which is just the untapped economic opportunities that I think a lot of us don't even realize that if they're supported, will literally create an incredible value for people who are interested in the businesses that they're working in. You highlighted that. I think a lot of people don't realize how much untapped yeah. potential there is. Oh, there's tremendously untapped potential. And I know I'm focusing here on existing businesses to a large extent here, but you got to remember that we have an aging population and they're growing and they want to retire. They want to remove themselves from their businesses and sell. So we want to step into that spot while at the same time realizing that there's so much growth in infrastructure that's required and people got to see this, you know, there's tremendous opportunity that needs to be taken advantage of. And once we demonstrate a track record, and I think we've already done that to a large extent with NEDF, 
we have a loan loss ratio of 3.6%. That's looking at a rolling average over five years. So, you know, there are risks, but there are risks that we've managed to deal with in our way because of the people we know, the people we know in the business. And we think we know the area very good. We're very knowledgeable about the area we deal with. And we think that we can control our risk. It's not always possible, but we think we have, we're the best people to do it for you in Northern Ontario. I always ask our guests on the crystal ball question, which is where you think the market's going. But from your perspective, I mean, you're a believer in the potential of where this fund can go in terms of getting this fund off the ground and making this investment. Where do you think this could go? I mean, if I were to ask you for the crystal ball in terms of seeing this fund in action and looking back, if I'm not going to hold you to it, don't worry. But if this plays itself out, you know, in terms of where you want this fund to go and the growth of the economic development opportunities for the indigenous communities, particularly in Northern Ontario, where do you see this going? Well, I could see this particular fund do extremely well in Northern Ontario. And the growth would be, I could see it matching the returns that one would expect in any social fund or any fund for that matter. Doesn't necessarily have to be social, but we're capable, I think, of producing the returns that it's required. But not only in terms of investing in Northern Ontario, eventually investors are going to ask us to use our expertise to look at all of Canada. You know, it is Northern Ontario, yes, but eventually I could see ourselves scaling. We're going to have to scale at some point and look at some larger deals all over the country. And I could see us doing that. And without a doubt, there's so much opportunity, particularly as it relates to Indigenous growth development. And it's going to do great, I think. If I can ask you one last question, Brad, because what I love talking about you is when you talk about Indigenous growth development, I say this to you, another tone comes out in your voice. You kind of look at it as almost like unbelievable. Maybe tell us just quickly a little bit about where you see the opportunities in terms of where they could go, because you're pretty excited about it. I mean, you're excited about it from the fund's perspective, but more generally, you're excited about it in terms of where you see the community going and the opportunities in front of you. We've talked a bit of infrastructure already, and we've talked about some of the abilities to lend to growing businesses, but other opportunities that you see from an investment perspective for someone who wants to invest in Indigenous communities in terms of where the community is going. Yeah. Well, housing is the number one priority. There's so many things that have gone wrong with housing. We need to find a solution to the housing issue. Anything related to education, there's buildings that need to be built. There's health facilities that need to be built. There's so many opportunities related to transportation. There's so many opportunities related to tourism. There's so many opportunities related to cultural development. And I think those are the key areas that are going to be focused in on. And with that in mind, you could have the type of potential returns that I was mentioning about earlier that definitely would serve the investors good. So for sure, great things well, one, are about that. One of the other things to add to that, you saw the Stats Canada report about the growth in the Indigenous community is being growing faster than the Canadian population in general, which again, to your point, reinforces the fact that there's a lot of young people doing creative, dynamic things in the community. But I know that's been one of the key features of the Indigenous community in terms of its economic. It's a lot of young people who are, you know, looking for opportunities, looking to do stuff. No doubt. We're the reverse of the Canadian population. We are a very young, dynamic population. And we think that if these young people are given the opportunity, the tools, the right advice, and that's the other thing I want to mention, is that we need access to mentors, people like yourself, people that are of similar stature, that it doesn't matter. It could be retail, it could be transportation, it could be finance, it could be 
you know, they need that type of mentorship. And without access to that type of mentorship, it's just going to be difficult. So that's the other thing that NEDF is calling out to people is to do. We're setting up a mentorship program. We need to call on people that are available, that are willing to make their time available and at a cost or whatever it's going to cost for it to be, you know, that these entrepreneurs can look to that advice and stand on the shoulders of giants because we think we could do great with that type of relationship with mentors, established mentors. Brian, I want to thank you for joining us. It's been great to hear about you and hear about NADS and actually exciting to hear about the fun and what you want to do and the potential. And I always enjoy our conversations because it's exciting. It's exciting to hear about where you want to go with this fund and the exciting things to come with the development of this fund. Sure. And if anybody wants to get in touch with me for whatever reason, just email me at bdavy at nadf.org. And I'm sure you have it in the link somewhere, but if they want to talk to me, fine. That's great. That's bdavy at nadf.org. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Take care. Great. Thank you.